Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Tavara Johnson. And you know me, I'm always excited for today's show. Today, I have someone who would share, he's going to be sharing some of his leadership journey and also how he would have emerged from his place of obscurity to dominate the sphere of influences that God would have given to him. But if you haven't done so already, go ahead and invite someone to tune into the show this evening. Also, be sure to get your notepads, your pen, your paper, whatever you may need, because I'm sure he's going to give us some great nuggets and words of wisdom this evening. I want to welcome Jack Williamson to the show, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you so much for coming on, you know, just to take time out of your busy schedule to empower as well as motivate our listening audience tonight. Um, but before we get started, I just want you just to share just a small bit of who Jeff Williamson is. Well, um, so I guess um, I, I, I've been married uh, coming up um, in May to my high school sweetheart for 25 years. Uh, I have two great kids. Um, serve at our church. Um, I'm the worship band. I play the, the bass guitar, and then I also help lead um, 18 to 25-year-old uh, class um, to just kind of challenge them uh, about, uh, about Scripture and um, how they can apply that to their life. Um, vocationally, I'm a leadership coach uh, and work in consumer finance. So, uh, you know, just a I guess a little bit here, a little bit there, but uh, enjoy enjoy learning and reading uh, podcasts. Uh, just uh, the leadership journey that I have been on, and you know, working towards inspiring others to become better versions of themselves. So, kind of, I guess uh, <laughs> uh, two minutes or less, right? So there you go. All right. So you have, um, you know, quite a bit going on, and I think for me, one of the things I love what you shared is that you know, even as a um, as a leader, because, you know, like you said, you've been uh, doing doing this for, like, so long, like, you know, it, you have such a long tenure with it, and even with the company, and, um, you know, but one of the things you mentioned in, in terms of being a learner, like, you enjoy learning, you enjoy reading, and, you know, I want to know from you, I mean, I was going to ask you a little later, but since we're here, um, how important is, you know, constantly reading and learning, you know, being a lifelong learner um, to someone's leadership journey? And I ask this question because I find that sometimes individuals, when they've been doing something for so long, right, um, and they would have gotten to a place where they may be or where they consider to be or what they consider to be the pinnacle, and they no longer feel like, oh, well, I need to you know, continuously learn. I've done it all. So I just want you to talk to us about the importance of, even as a leader, to continually be a lifelong learner so that you're able to truly pour into those that you are responsible for. 
Well, I'll, I'll give a quick story first, and then I'll kind of give some um, background to it. In 2006, my buddy and I, and we, we were always runners. We'd run 5Ks and 8Ks and things like that. But we challenged one another to run marathons. So that's, that's you know, quite a bit further than a 5K. And uh, in, in, you know, I'll, I'll be um, to give you the abbreviated version, but in six to eight months worth of training, we eventually finished the 26-mile race. But after that, uh, I didn't put my running shoes on for probably a good 18 months. Um, it was the idea that I, I achieved this, this great, you know, thing. I thought this is great, and it was. Um, but I didn't have that continual motion put into play on what I'm going to do next in terms of bettering myself. So I kind of, I use that story with my team and just with people I speak about, uh, with here is, you know, learn from my mistake. Uh, yes, it's great to have a goal and to have that kind of energy to do something, you know, even that seems crazy, like running a, a marathon, but, you know, taking that and then turning into reading and to learning, um, you know, if you feel like you've arrived, then I think it's, it's kind of we're kidding ourselves. Um, you know, one of uh, my great mentors mentioned that when, when they're ready to retire, it's when they feel like they've got it all figured out and they don't think that that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, so mm-hmm. I like the idea of reading. It continually pushes me to learn different methods to try to reach people differently, um, podcasts, uh, to, to learn something that I might not have already um, been aware of. Um, just the idea of being challenged because if I'm going to be the best version of myself, if I'm going to be a great leader, um, I need to make sure that I'm well equipped first for myself, that I'm a healthy and and, and competent person, but then I go into the public and try to share life experience with others and to to utilize uh, that. So, you know, if I only have three chapters in my repertoire, then (laughs) I can only speak on three things. But if I continue reading, if I continue that passion for trying to learn more so I can reach more, then I'm going to be that much better off. I think that is so good, um, you know, because there are times when we have to, or, you know, we may be, like how you mentioned that you were preparing for, you know, the race. But I think what happens to a lot of people is that, you know, we get to the place or they get to the place where you you push to get to this point but you don't have a plan okay once that's done mm-hmm. you know um no nothing to say that for for the long term so most people have the short-term goals um sometimes but if i even when you get there what is the plan for remaining there, just for developing yourself and so much more and so definitely you know thank you so much um to that um for that response that you have given me now, one of the things I know, because, um, of course, you are, you know, we are maximal leadership. And so how important is mentorship to a leader's journey? So um, just the entire Maxwell experience has been so good. Um, it's, you know, I've been in a leadership capacity for uh, a while now, and you know, it, it, you kind of, at, at some point in time, though, if you don't continue to put yourself out there to continue to learn more, to be around like-minded people and to try to really, and not say network, but to, you know, expand um, 
you know, just your, your, your learning capacity around even things like today. It, this is going to allow me to, um, you know, gain from you and to learn things about you potentially, and, you know, through your podcast series and things like that. So to do that and to be into Maxwell, it's opening up so much more opportunity for me that I might not have had just where I'm, you know, in, in, in Conway, South Carolina. I mean, so it's just more opportunity to, to gain. And, uh, you know, there's, as you've seen, there's just videos galore and, and conference calls galore and even ones that are, um, you know, I guess dated where you can kind of play from, from a historical archives. So it's, it's just been fantastic. Um, but I feel, you know, in the sense that I want to pay it forward with people I come into contact with and, and these people at the Maxwell team seem like they all have that same like-mindedness where they want to see us be better. Um, so it, it's just so much good content. So it, it's been pretty awesome to be part of that. Yeah, I do believe, um, I totally agree with your sentiments. And, you know, one of the things I also believe in mentorship is that, you know, we all have people that we probably look up to, right? And we would say, wow, mm-hmm. I would, I'd love to be like them or, you know, be as successful as them. And so I think one of the things who mentorship does is that it takes away, yes, we have to work, but it takes away some of the guesswork that we need to do, right? Because you're learning from people who've already done it. Um, not just people who are talking in the talk, but people who have done it and are doing it. And so I believe that sometimes what mentorship does is that it helps us to avoid some of the pitfalls that um, we necessarily don't have to go through. Um, I do believe that there are times when we can learn from people without making the same mistakes that they would have made. And so I think um, that's one of the things I loved, um, you know, even about mentorship when you talk about the importance of mentorship to a leader's journey. Now, you've been, you know, you've held different um, executive roles, and there's so many different types of roles from philanthropy, uh, of course, you know, even in the church, so you're, you're in also marketplace. And so I know you would have learned a lot on your journey. What are some of the things that um, it could be upcoming leaders or emerging leaders, aspiring leaders? But even current leaders, what are some things that you believe or some strategies that you believe that they should have in their toolbox, their leadership toolbox, that will help them uh, while they're on their journey or just even be better individuals on their leadership journey? Yeah, and that's a great question. Um, And that was one that was posed to me when I was trying to, you know, quote, unquote, figure things out. so as I, I mentioned, um, I, I, I would say I'm an avid reader now. Um, I would say that I, before I was not a reader. I'm not one that reads. And um, there was, you know, I graduated high school back in um, mid-90s. And, you know, I kind of thought when I graduated from high school that I'm never going to read again, that I kind of put all that stuff behind me. But, you know, when I, I have a leadership coach that I, I kind of work with, uh, fast forward to, you know, years back and just kind of, you know, what do you want for yourself? Kind of what, what is, you know, some of your goals, your must-win victories? And in doing so, um, it, it, you know, he said, well, hey, have you tried reading this book before? Have you thought about this or that? 
and we would start to you know, get into book study and just kind of uh, it would challenge thoughts and different ideas and opportunities that we uh, that I had at that point in time. So just the idea that you know kind of went from not being a, a book reader to one that then reads books and now actually creates it um, because it, it challenges myself to you know it, it gets to be a theme here in, in the leadership world. But I want to be better for those that I can have an influence on. Now, additionally, I uh, was, you know, I, I was challenged to actually have a written reflection. So each and every morning, um, you know, I'll say, I'll say work days. Um, it, it, it can be uh, kind of like a journal in a sense, but what I do and what I try to do is to write down maybe three, four paragraphs, just a, and kind of what's going on in my life. Um, What's going well? What's the challenge? What do I need to get in front of? And it's kind of, it, it was likened to me as um, like a computer online says, hey, you got to clear your cookies to have a fresh perspective for the computer to work better or to clear your cache memory uh, on the computer itself. So kind of having that journaling and that time of reflection and, and actually putting it down into writing. I've actually seen that some of my best ideas and some of the, you know, things that I think God really wanted to put into my life has been done through that timing uh, or that time of yielding and that time of just kind of putting all my stuff out there and then saying, okay, now what, what do I really need to receive? Because I think sometimes if we hang on to what's right in front of us and just let it plague us, we might kind of lose sight of what other opportunities are out there. Um, I heard a, a podcast, and, and podcasts, by the way, are also uh, great and a big advocate. But uh, Ed Milat had a podcast just this past weekend, and Master P said something on there that just completely resonated. I'm like, this just, it just kind of shook me. It, it was so, so good. But in a world of checkers, be a chess player. It's just that strategy that, you know, in, in checkers, I'll say you have a few moves, and there's, you know, and that's great. And, but it, with chess, there's so much more that, that, that's out there, and there's so many more moves, so much more strategy. So kind of try to put yourself in tune with how you can think differently and how you can start thinking from an opportunity standpoint. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are just a few things. But uh, that, that's really um, – when I started to intentionally plan on reading and having that uh, reflection time and, and having just, you know, timing for – for just thinking, um, you know, that, that white space time, I've seen uh, quite a bit of good come from that. I think that's really good, um, you know, talking about journaling, because, of course, the journaling allows us to reflect, you know, and, of course, mm-hmm. also allows you to to um, various areas that you probably, um, you know, might have forgotten about, you know, um, I think it also allows you to see how far you've come, you know, once you begin to go back and start to read some of the things that you would have, have done or, you know, you're able to see where your headspace were. So you, you, you're you really able to see the, the growth and, and maturity. And then you said something that was very, um, it was very great, talked about thinking from a from an opportunity standpoint. And I think 
you know, sometimes people have to look at it to say, okay, well, what is this going to do for me? How is this going to um, help me? Or how is this even going to help others? Like whenever we begin to talk about doing different things as it relates to our growth. And then you also talked about or mentioned about being intentional. I think if our lives are going to um, be impactful, we definitely would need to go ahead and be intentional. We have to have a plan. What does that plan look like? You can't just be fooling around and saying, okay, well, you know, I'll just take it as it, as it goes. Like I've literally heard some people say, oh, I will just cross that bridge when I get there, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you have to cross any bridge. You cannot wait until you get there to cross the bridge. And so I, I definitely want to say thank you so much. <clears throat> and it will be a transparency as a leader well, or, you know, someone – go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to add one more thing, and I'm sorry to, uh, to interrupt. Um, I, I think it's just, you know, to, to become that best version, though, I think it's, it's also important to be healthy, and, and there's three prominent areas um, mentally, and that's kind of like, you know, getting and gaining information. You know, that's your books, it's your podcasts. Um, you know, I would say physically, um, you know, it's to, to be in, in good health and, you know, and it doesn't mean be a gym rat or something like that, but, to, you know, to, to have, you know, good sustainable health because, you know, when you're healthy also, you're going to be a better version of yourself. And then, you know, spiritually, um, I am a believer, um, but spiritual doesn't necessarily have to just be uh, a walking relationship with God. I mean, I know that um, spiritually, people will go out to the beach or they'll go out to um, nature or they'll, um, you know, one of my team members, they, she says she sits out on her deck and just watches the birds chirp, but it's just kind of her way to stop and reflect and kind of hang, you know, change up maybe her environment a little bit. Um, but I kind of found, though, too, is, you know, for, for that upcoming leader and that, that person that's asking this question, you know, being in a space of, of a positive mental space, a positive spiritual space and, and physical space, is gonna also be like that that sweet spot of leadership. Um, so you know, again, they can just uh, continue past maybe what they're seeing as an obstacle at this point. That's really great. And I glad that you mentioned your faith. How have you? How would you say your faith has played a role in your leadership journey? Oh, uh, it's 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 made the entire difference. Um, I think that. Um, Wow. So, you know, in the Bible it talks where you know there there are these 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 uh, three three people and, and they they say and you know the, the master says hey listen I'm going to give you five talents two talents and one talent and they mention that the five talent guy and the, and the two talent guy they go out and they try to do all that they can they they feel blessed by those talents and they want to say I'm going to try and double these talents here I'm going to try to make my master proud. You know, and, and that's kind of, these are things that God has given me, I believe, that, you know, if, if I, you know, or, and I only, I'm getting ahead of myself. So there was also the one guy that had the one talent, and he said, I'm going to bury this because I don't want to lose it. I don't want to, you know, have a situation where, you know, I messed up or I screw up. And, um, you know, so he, he buried the talent. So I think there's, there's too many times where we get uh, complacent and we can get relaxed. Uh, with with how, how we've been blessed, but I feel that you know 
God painstakingly created us individually. Um, while I'm a bald guy, he knows the number of hairs in our head, you know, so I'm going to try to do the best I can with how I've been blessed to try and, and, and you know, bless him so I can um, just be the best version of myself, not just for myself and for my family, but for, for him, uh, who's richly blessed me. So, um, you know, just, I guess, individually with those gifts that I, I have, I mean, I think it's just kind of a cool way to spread, you know, spread the gospel, but through, through talent of, of coaching and through speaking and through positively challenging others um, to think differently. Um, it, it's been really, really kind of rewarding when I had that aha moment then, you know, these actually all kind of connect. Um, and it's, it's uh, kind of one of those unapologetic moments now where, uh, you know, I, I, get the, I get the opportunity to share and, and freely witness. And, um, but I can also kind of work that into conversation uh, around the workplace. Yes, and I think that's so amazing when we are, when we are believers and we have the ability to actually do that because, as you know, sometimes in the workplace or wherever it may be, persons are there things. And so if you're able to really share how your journey or your faith, I should say, has really impacted your journey to make you a better leader, mm-hmm. better person, you know, and persons are able to see that because one of the things the Bible talks about is the fruit, you know, so we're going to, persons are going to be looking for the fruit, but the faith on actions and so I think that's so amazing in terms of how your faith has transformed your leadership journey or even you as an individual to where you are currently at now and um, you know I want to know especially with you being in leadership is this something that you always thought that you would do is it uh, did it just kind of happen with you so I want to really know from you how did you know or when did you know that you or someone who was called to leadership? Um, and, and that's a good question. Um, I, you know, even in, in you know, in school and, and different uh, earlier segments, I guess, when, when, you know, there's like that school project or something like that, you know, we have four or five, you know, different teammates that are a part of the team and, um you know, I think there's just a natural, um, I guess, feelings or habits for me to kind of go and see how we can try to get the best out of people. And I'm sure that as a 16-year-old, I, I was not probably as eloquent as I am today, uh, tongue-in-cheek. But it, it's all, I always felt that calling to have um, – or, or that I was in that, that leadership mentality – um, maybe my delivery was not always great and, and how I kind of went about some of those um, actions were not always great, but I knew that uh, as I kind of struggled through um, in, in different capacities, um, it, it's been good to kind of actually learn the difference from managing, moving into leading. Um, and I think that sometimes that, uh, that theory and that concept gets confused by so many, and I know it was confused by myself uh, for for such a long time, um, but uh, I I find that uh, and I'm not a golfer, but they say that when you hit the ball in the sweet spot, it's the best um, best shot you can have, I guess, in in golf. And but I just feel that when I'm in a leading capacity, when I'm able to influence others, and whether it be you know 
my first job at McDonald's, I was one of the trainers for cashiers. You know, you met like 17 and 18. It was just, I just felt rewarded. It felt great. Um, that was making a difference in someone's life. Even if it was, you know, here's how you use the correct cash register. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I've always known um, that that was kind of my calling. Um, never knew that it would be to the extent that it's at now. And, um, you know, even to not that you say what God won't do for us next year, but uh, I just know there's, there's awesome opportunity ahead. Wow. That's really good because, you know, and I'm glad you shared your really good journey because a lot of times when we are able to look back, you can really look at the different things that you would have done to even see where you would have been developing as a leader, even though you might not have thought thought it as bad, but that's really what it was, you know, especially mm-hmm. like when you might have, you know, whether it's someone who would have held the position as a maybe like a, a, a team captain in, in high school or whatever it may be, all of these things are, you know, all of these things play into really persons being leaders without them really knowing that sometimes. But at least for you, you said that you knew that it was early on based on the things that you were doing. And I think that is so, that is so great that you shared that because, you know, like I said, if someone who is tuning in, they may say, hey, I didn't look at it like that. Now they're able to do a reflection as to where they are currently now and where they used to be, and just kind of take a look back and say, wow, I can really see where I was being developed, where God was developing me into the leader that he is calling me to be. And so I'm truly grateful for that. And, of course, we would have, you know, talked about so many different things as it relates to leadership or your leadership journey. But I want to know what final advice do you have for those who may be tuning in on the importance of not even, like, I would say not giving up on their leadership journey. Because, you know, sometimes leadership is something that's hard. Leading is hard. It's not always a, a easy thing to do. But what are some, uh, what final advice would you give to those who may be leading and they're like, okay, I'm tired, or I'm a little exhausted, or these people are getting on my nerves, whatever it may be. What final advice mm-hmm. would you have for them just to, to encourage them while they're on their leadership journey? Well, and you said it well, uh, leadership is not easy, um, but I, I believe that in one shape or fashion, and it, it's different for everybody, but leadership, I think we're all called to be leaders in some format, in some fashion. Um, I will use it my own experience that there's there's been several times where I've been kind of uh, playing with the, the line of being burnt out, because uh, I'm, I'm a driver personality. Um, from an Enneagram, I'm, I'm an eight-wing seven. Uh, so I'm kind of let go kind of kind of guy and um, kind of reflecting back on what I had said earlier, though, that I then check back and say, hey, how am I doing mentally? How am I doing physically? How am I doing spiritually? Because if I find that one of those areas are lacking, I'm not going to be the best version of myself. And, and I keep saying it's the best version of myself. It's just I want to be able to equip others to the best of the ability that God has granted me. To, to try to influence others. So as I go through and as I am challenged, um, you know, by, by, by a conversation or a situation, I try to learn as much as I can about things. I think in today's day and age, um, and I know this can go down um, a different rabbit hole, but I think when people are challenged, 
they kind of become put those walls up and they it, it's a sense where I don't want to learn what you have to say anymore. I'm cutting you off. I don't want to, you know, hear from that anymore because it's challenging, it's uncomfortable. And being a leader doesn't mean, hey, um, everyone just listen to what it is that I have to say and everybody grow and let's we'll meet up at five o'clock and start up the next day kind of thing. That's not what leadership is. It's influencing others well, but I need to be influenced and be able to grow myself first. So it, it's the idea that if there are, um, and, and here's my joke, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be 47 in a few months. And my joke is the older I get, the younger my team gets. And I need to learn my team to be relevant for them. I need to learn how I can uh, work well with them. So it's me trying to stay engaged mentally, spiritually, and physically so I can, you know, again, be challenged by things that I might not understand, ways that I might be able to engage them differently. Because um, being a leader means that you're trying to influence others, influence them well. Um, back to my earlier point, um, it's not about managing. It's not about being um, a controller. It's not about being quantitative, um, not being a micromanager. That's not, that's not leading. Leading is being uh, there, being relevant, having a relationship with somebody, being authentic, but challenging somebody, you know, in a positive way where you can also, too, be challenged and grow together. I love what you said in terms of challenging others and then also you being challenged, but then also so you're able to grow together. And I think as a leader, we have to get to the space where we are always being challenged as well, right? And sometimes even your those who you're leading, they may challenge you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they challenge you in mm-hmm. a way where it really causes you to think, it really causes you to grow because you, some person who you, who you are leading, if you're not careful, they could get to the place where, well, actually, I believe it should happen, to be honest. It should happen. I believe your team members should, they should outgrow you, right? But you have to get to that. As a leader, you have to be comfortable enough that I find that some leaders may get a bit uncomfortable if they're, um, if those who they are leading challenges them, not in a negative way, but in a way where it causes them to grow if they don't want to grow. And this is why as a leader, you cannot get comfortable where you, where you are currently as you should always be evolving and learning because if you have someone who you're leading and let's just say, for example, you decide to say, you know what, I want to take on a new venture, I'm ready to move on, you should be able to have someone on your team who can take your position. And then also if you are constantly growing, and learning, it allows you, you're actually preparing yourself for other roles or other ventures, whatever it may be. And so I think That's that right. it's so great that you, that as, a, as a leader, it, you should be growing with your team. And I think it makes it a whole lot easier even to be able to influence them and so much more. So definitely thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for, we had a really great conversation, great interview. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you would have left us with some powerful nuggets to think about. 
Um, so thank you so much for sharing. And of course, even your transparency. But I want you to, before you go, let our listening audience know if you have any upcoming webinars, seminars, whatever it may be, as well as your social media handles or ways in which they can stay connected with you, or even if they decide to say, well, hey, I want to I wanna work with Jack. Wow. Well, um, so I've just uh, started up a, um, you know, a side uh, business here as I'm trying to reach out in the greater, um, greater capacity here. I think, you know, God called me to uh, start slowly, but uh, coastalleadershipcoaching.com, um, no space. So that's just how I can work on reaching out to others and trying to help influence them, um, you know, as I've been so richly uh, influenced. And um, I'm actually working on a, a book project. I've got it out to a few uh, authors and editors right now, kind of reviewing to see um, capacity of, of, of the book in itself. And it's a parable version of things that uh, I've learned and, uh, you know, examples that I've used where um, there's been uh, different leadership I guess uh, steps along the road that I've taken based on some life circumstance. Um, I think that there are a lot of books that are out there and have a lot of great, um, you know, content, but, you know, the Bible speaks in parable format and Jesus felt that, you know, speaking in parables, speaking in stories is going to gain the, the, the reader and the listener to, to be, you know, very, very dialed in. So that's kind of where I try to uh, mimic that in a sense. And, have had some application questions at the end of each chapter, so that's been a kind of a fun uh, project as well. But uh, yeah, so th- that'd be great. Um, uh, it's you know <laughs> it, it, it's in the making, but uh, it should be out. Uh, I guess uh, probably within the year. Awesome. And your social media handles: your Facebook, your LinkedIn. How they can get in contact? Yeah, with you. yeah. Coastal leadership coaching. Uh, on, on Facebook and then um, within LinkedIn, just uh, under my name, Jeff Williamson, um, both of which uh, I'll, I'll be able to receive those uh, invites. So looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. So everyone be sure to follow him. Um, if you desire um, coaching, go ahead and reach out to him. I think that will be great for you, of course, so you're able to continually develop as a leader. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into today's show with my amazing guest, Jeff Williamson. You know we're here week after week, and I truly appreciate you guys for um, rocking with me all the time. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. If this is your first time listening, and I pray it won't be your last. You know this is the show where you'll be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. For those who desire to connect with me, you can do so on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, under Tavara Johnson, or Dr. Tavara Johnson, as well as you can visit my website at TavaraJohnson.com, or you can send me an email at info at TavaraJohnson.com if you desire coaching, training, um, personal development coaching, whatever it may be, whether it's leadership or personal development coaching. Also, be sure to join the Corporate Leaders Lab that is on Facebook. That is a group where I give everyone daily nuggets on leadership. You get tips. You're going to do some training, some trainings in there as well. And I definitely look forward to connecting with you all. And so blessings, everyone, and have a wonderful evening. 
Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.